0: Hi, welcome to a special summer interview edition of Good News, Bad News. I'm Matt Bellis. It's good to see you. Hey, I've got somebody here named Jacob Winograd. Jacob, say hi. Hi. That's so good to have you here. Uh, Jacob is someone who has uh, very interesting views, and I wanted to interview him about it. Jacob is someone who hates the long-term storage of information. Uh, Jacob, why is that?
1: Um, I think you might be confused. What do you think I am? Um, aren't you an,
0: an archivalist?
1: No, I think the word you're looking for is anarchist.
0: Ah, anarchist. Yes, yes, yes. Now, hold on a second. Isn't that worse? Aren't you the guys that wanted to kill the uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, which set off World War I?
1: No, no. Uh, Anarchy is not about violence. Anarchy is actually about peace and all humans having the same rights and no one having the right to rule over another man.
0: Oh, I see. So you would be against the Archduke Fern- Franz Ferdinand wanting to murder him?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would, I would be against violent revolution and 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 violence in general. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay.
0: Well, don't you have a a particular uh, uh, podcast with the Libertarian Christian Institute?
1: That's right. So I am the host of the Biblical Anarchy Podcast, which is part of the Christians for Liberty Network.
0: And what is the Biblical Anarchy Podcast?
1: So on the Biblical Anarchy Podcast, we try to unpack what the Bible teaches about government, authority, and human relationships. And we do it in the context of trying to live counterculture to the empires of man and instead seek the kingdom of God and really view ourselves as the Bible tells us to view ourselves as citizens of the kingdom of heaven.
0: It seems like you just went through the whole thing just now. What types of topics do you discuss on there?
1: Well, we do a lot of different things. I mean, sometimes I'll dive into a particular passage. I've done episodes on like Romans thirteen, uh, First Peter chapter two, render unto Caesar. Uh, I've done passage I've gone into passages showing how the Bible is actually in support of property rights and similar to what the Austrian School of Economics would uh, have Satan, to say about you go, murdering Austria. Right murdering <laughs>
0: royalty. There you go. See? Yep.
1: Uh lately I've actually been going on a uh, little bit of a spree debate. The uh, chat GPT open AI, and we've been seeing if the AI can disprove libertarian and anarchist theory. So, actually, uh, last episode was on property rights, and I have one coming out. uh, I don't know when this will air, but I have the next one in real time that's coming out for me is one that's actually debating the virtues of democracy with AI. So we try to do a little bit of both looking into what the Bible has to say. We look into political theory, economics, and I also have guests on from time to time
0: and talk to them about what they're doing in the world or in the liberty movement. Well, about this podcast, we're actually talking about current events. And no, I'm not talking about the little tiny berries and uh, what happens to them. No, we're talking about the actual news and what happens there. So, uh, you know, being in the whole biblical anarchy world, do you even know who Hunter Biden is?
1: Yes, I know who Hunter Biden is.
0: Have you been following what's been going on with Hunter Biden? To the best of my ability. I don't know if you saw this, but White House National Security Council, John Kirby, uh, was giving a press conference just recently where he was asked about the implications of the text messages that Hunter Biden had between himself and Chinese officials, basically implicating the president in their whole entire scheme and illegal activity. What, what, What do you say about that?
1: the whole thing going on with Hunter Biden is definitely interesting and it does nothing but further uh, instigate the distrust that the American people have with our governing authorities right now.
0: I mean, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, you look at what the, what just happened with the, the plea deal that Hunter took. I mean, millions of dollars in uh, tax, you know, back taxes or that weren't paid, which obviously as an anarchist. I'm not in favor of taxation at all, but I do object to when, The little guy, you know, people like us or uh, the middle class are taxed to death. And if we get, you know, just a hundred dollar error or a thousand dollar error on our taxes, we'll get just raked over the coals. But someone like Hunter Biden, because he has connections to people in the uh, in the state, they can have millions of dollars in taxes that are not paid millions of dollars in fines and get off on a plea deal and just be like a slap on the wrist.
0: I mean, it definitely feels like a two-tiered system that we have going on here.
1: Right, exactly. And that's that's fundamentally what anarchism is about. It's not about uh, rejecting the idea of of rule and order or rejecting the idea of the need for civil governance, but rather it is the insistence that all rights, you know, we believe in property rights, we believe in individual liberties, we believe that those are universal across the board, that those who are in government should be held to the exact same standards that everyone else is, which the state fundamentally is in opposition with that idea.
0: And murdering heir apparents to the Austrian-Hungary th- uh, throne. <laughs> no, it's not what we're about. <laughs> no, okay. No. I just want to make sure. It's it's. A, I'm a little confused still, but still, John Kirby. Whenever he was talking about this, he just left. So you did a fantastic job, frankly, at uh, taking a question uh, that uh, that he couldn't take it whatsoever, and he just uh, left the uh, the press conference. But frankly, this is a story that does go all the way back to the 2020 elections, where we had. I would have to say pretty tumultuous and untrustworthy elections at that time, but people really couldn't quite know what was actually being talked about. Uh, by the way, were you there at the January 6th riots? Because you kind of look like an antique. No, I was not there. No? No. FBI? Are you an no. agent? No. You have to tell me by law.
1: <laughs> no, and that's not even true. The police and the FBI can lie to you.
0: Oh, okay, they can. All right, well, <laughs> I didn't know that. Did we, did we know that, Doug? Okay, anyway. So can we trust our electoral systems?
1: Well, Matt, that's a hard question to answer. Not only because YouTube will be very critical of how we answer this question, but I mean, at the very least, I think you have to give the people who are, you know, distrusting of the 2020 election or of the electoral system in general a little bit of understanding when it's when you look at the imbalance in sort of the the power and the application of justice that we see at display in stories like with this uh, situation with Hunter Biden i mean if the governing authorities are able to get away with suppressing information controlling what the media says getting people off on you know criminal activity with just a slap on the wrist then at the very least it makes one skeptical of if These same people who are running these, you know, democratic processes are running them in a fair and principled manner.
0: Which kind of goes into the whole thing about even the war in Ukraine and sending billions of dollars over there. You know, how do you start to really track that type of money, giving it to foreign nationals? uh, Would that be in somehow implicated into some sort of scam that these guys are running?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much when you when you look at the money. I mean, there's so much circulation of money between all these different groups, and I mean, Hunter Biden, Ukraine, the 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 DNC itself, and the I mean, what are the trillions of dollars, billions of dollars that we've we've sent to Ukraine? I, it's 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 an it's an uh, you know, you sit there and try to think about the number. It's just a unimaginable amount of money that we're we're sending over to this country, and you know, without even getting into the you know geopolitics of that conflict itself mm-hmm. one has to wonder you know is that money being sent for the right reasons and is it being used to actually uh further human freedom or to protect human lives or they're just being used to line the pockets of
0: the ruling elites i mean you might want to grab some of your other anarchist friends and start uh, you know taking care of business over in that part of the country or part of the world again, you know? Yeah, there no, uh, bombs out there I, unfor- kind of- unfortunately, uh, history
1: shows us that the violent revolutionaries take over and they just become the new authoritarians. No.
0: So that's a no from you. That's a no from me. Okay, all right. Well, I've just had to make sure of that. All right, we're 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 gonna pivot our whole entire show here, uh, just because we could go down that trail, and so and YouTube might uh, demonetize and kick us off, and so we've got to go to a, a topic that's much more uh, easily, you know, palatable by a larger, wide audience. Pride Month, Jacob. Why do you have such a low view of yourself? Where where is your pride? What's I've been handed something here. Oh, it means, oh, oh, so is that why Bud Light and Target did the, yeah, see, now that makes sense. Okay. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so you seem like a guy that drinks Bud Light and shops at Target. Um, are you married? Yes. To, uh... to a woman. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I see. I see. So let me ask you then though, Target and Bud Light, a lot of boycotts happening. Why are we going through those boycotts?
1: Well, people are tired of using their hard-earned dollars that they get to keep after the government taxes them to death and uh, inflates the money currency, making prices go up. So people are tight right now. And after all of that injury that the state has incurred upon Mm us— Then we see the state and these big corporations, which are in many ways just in bed with the state or extensions of the state. Corporatism. Yeah, corporatism, exactly. Pushing this agenda on our children. And they're doing it through schools, they're doing it through media, and now they're doing it in these establishments such as Target or in products such as Bud Light. And Which a lot, children drink all the time. Oh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of uh, Americans who are just fed up with all of this uh, attempts to indoctrinate people or to push this specific worldview view and ideology on people. And so they're saying, why would I, you know, I'm already, it's adding insult to injury to be like, I... I the crumbs that you have left me with, you now want me to give to you while you're supporting this worldview that hates me and everything that I, that I stand for, or that, or that spits in the face of just like basic common sense and
0: reality? Well, at a New York City Pride event recently, uh, there was a chant of a lot of people saying, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Are they being serious or are they just being a little tongue in cheek?
1: No, they're being very serious, unfortunately, and they're they're saying the quiet part out loud. It used to be that the loud and extreme activists in the uh, LGBT movement would say, you know, we're, we're just talking about adults here. We're not trying to push things on children. Those people are the, the, the wackos, the extremists, but... you know the slippery slope continues to be slippery Mm. and now we're at the point where it there's this concerted effort to put uh you know we have drag drag queen story hour in schools and libraries uh we have all these initiatives to teach this woke gender ideology uh in the classrooms and in health classes and to redefine what you know gender and biological sex are and and yeah, and, that, and that's in, included in these pride parades, included in in our culture. I mean, uh, I don't know if you saw in like the latest Spider-Man movie. There's a little clip where in one of the characters' bedrooms, there's a little protect trans kids flag mm. on the wall. I mean, this is it's it's everywhere, and the, you know, I mean, it's, it's a Spider-Man movie. It's for kids. Yeah. So to say that you know they're not coming for our kids is just absolutely false. They they are coming for our kids. It's a a secular religion that's based on a, a worship of the self, which is, you know, as an anarchist, I, you know, I, that's why I'm a biblical anarchist. I'm a Christian anarchist because I recognize anything that's, separated from christ separated from the truth of the gospel and the scriptures is going to go far off doesn't matter if it's libertarianism doesn't matter if it's federalism or constitutionalism you need the the culture and the society to be grounded in in truth and reality in jesus christ and when you don't have that everything degrades into hedonistic self worship and that's really what this movement is at the end of the day
0: which is a fascinating position that you take, because frankly, personally, I know you used to be a self-described liberal yourself.
1: Yeah, I would have been a self-described leftist. I leftist. mean, I was, I was, yeah, I mean, I was a Bernie Sanders supporter, registered Democrat. I would attend protests and stuff. I was, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I was woke back when woke was kind of like what seems sensible now. <laughs> like woke used to just kind of mean like you wanted. Uh, like r- r- racial equality and mm-hmm. and and equality between the the sexes in the workplace and and just wanted to Fix some systemic issues in our in our system that affect income inequality and affect uh, disparities between different groups. And to some extent, I, I still believe in some of those things. Although I, I have a much better understa- understanding of economics and political structures mm. now, so I've I've modified my viewpoint on on all of those things. But yeah, now woke is is not this, you know critique of our systems, it's rather... It's almost like this great uh, scam or, like, switcheroo has been pulled on on the left. And as a former leftist, it's funny to see because, I mean, what, like... five ten years ago it was like eat the rich mm. and now it's just like well if the rich tell me that i you know use my pronouns and and cater to me then i don't care if they continue to exploit me so that's the, that's the other element of this woke ideology is it, it's sort of the corporate state establishment is using this to uh placate mm. the the people and to get them i mean this is the new What's the expression like the uh, the uh, the circuses and the and the peanuts and all that? Like th- this is that new thing that's being used to make people complicit
0: with what the
1: ruling elites want. Yeah,
0: Jacob, thanks for joining me here today and sharing your perspective. I really appreciate it. Uh, what can people do to find you out there on the interwebs? Sure. So, easiest way to be would be to go to BiblicalAnarchyPodcast.com
1: com or look for Biblical Anarchy Podcast wherever you watch podcasts. We're on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff.
0: And there, they can learn about how to uh, be complicit in the murder. Of you will. You will not learn that. Well, thanks for joining me here today. I'm Matt Bellis. Jesus is Lord. Caesar is not. That's the good. That's the bad. That's the news. <laughs> <laughs>